Hello, my name is Angela. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I am a wife, I am a mother of four, and I am a stepmother of three. I was married for 14 years when I began to learn the secrets my now ex-husband had been keeping from me, all starting with his affair. My world, my identity, my worth were all in question. I didn't know or trust anything. But through that tragedy, something amazing happened. I found myself and I began to learn how to truly love the person I saw in the mirror. It's not a destination. It's a journey. However, now I can honestly say that I am a beautiful, strong, intelligent, and brave daughter of God. I am a trauma survivor and thriver, as well as a certified life coach. I want to share my story, as well as my experiences and what I've learned, to bring others hope, healing, and help. So come with me, and together we can find courage in betrayal. I'm glad you are here today because I want to talk about fears and the lies they are telling you. We live in a world where there is a lot of things to be afraid of, but where do our fears come from? And more importantly, where are they taking us? One of my favorite quotes is from the Star Wars franchise where Jedi Master Yoda says, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. Now, I'm not this avid Star Wars fan, but I really love this quote because it is true. When fear is in the lead, there is always suffering. Our fears have so much control and so much power. Fear will hold you hostage or it will cause you to do things you never wanted to. With that being said, what are some of your fears? I want you to think about that for just a moment, and I'd like you to dig a little deeper than your simple fear of spiders or small spaces. I want you to think about the fears that are holding you back, that keep you from stepping in and doing the things that you really want. Sometimes it can be a little hard to know what that fear actually is. So let me ask you this. What is your worst case scenario? If everything went wrong, what would that be? While you're thinking about that, I will share with you a little of my own. While my husband was deep in his affair and addictions, he was still telling me that he loved me and wanted to keep our family together. I didn't know what was true and what I was, what I should do. I was struggling. I wanted us to be together. I wanted him to fight for me. I wanted to be enough that he would do whatever it took to keep our marriage together. But the harsh reality was that he was not willing or able to change and stop any of his destructive behaviors. Therefore, I had to face the reality that I might have to get divorced. Divorce was my worst case scenario. I didn't want it, and I was so afraid of so much surrounding it. But as part of my recovery, I had to make a list of my biggest fears, and at the time, all my fears were surrounding divorce. So I sat down and I wrote a list of all my fears. This is my list. Fear number one, how will I support myself? If I get divorced, what am I going to do? I have been a stay-at-home mom for the past 13 years. How will I ever be able to survive and support myself? Fear number two, what if I get divorced 
and I never find anyone to share my life with, and I end up alone for the rest of my life. Fear number three, what if I get divorced and I do meet someone, fall in love, only to find out he has been lying to me and is a sex addict as well, and I didn't see it, and I didn't learn my lesson from the first time, and I fell into the same patterns. Fear number four, what if I get divorced and my kids hate and blame me for leaving? Fear number five, what if I don't get divorced, keep falling for my husband's lies, apologies, and charm, and I never leave, and I end up staying on a never-ending merry-go-round of hell where I never get better and I never heal. But my very worst case scenario, the one thing that I was most afraid of was my fear number six, that I would get divorced. I would end the marriage, tear my family apart, struggle financially to support myself, never find anyone else to share my life with, watch as my kids blame me for their hardships, and then, then, I watch as my now ex-husband finally steps into recovery and becomes the man I always wanted him to be. But I didn't get it. And I can only sit from the sidelines, miserable. The truth is, these were real tangible fears. All of them could happen. It was possible. But what I wasn't seeing were the lies and the thoughts behind each fear that made it impossible to move in, the, in any direction. After I wrote down each fear, I had to answer and find solutions to each one. It was a very powerful exercise that helped me realize that it wasn't hopeless. However, as I began to examine my fears, I began to see and understand the thoughts and lies I was telling myself that created the fear in the first place. I'll walk you through it. My first fear, how would I support myself? The thoughts and lies I told myself was that I'm not capable. I'm not smart. I have no skills, talents, or experiences, and I will never be able to create the life I want or need for myself. My second fear, I will end up alone. The thoughts and lies I told myself were I'm unlovable. What my husband did was a reflection on me and my worthiness of love. I am ruined and tainted, and no one could ever love me now. My third fear, that I will fall for the lies from another sex addict. The lie I told myself was I was weak, stupid, naive, and gullible. I allow myself to be used, and it's my fault that I get abused. The next fear, my kids are going to blame and hate me for getting divorced. The lie was I am a terrible mom. I am putting my own needs and I and wants before my kids, and that is not what a good mom does. A good mom sacrifices herself for her children, right? My fifth fear, I won't be strong enough to get divorced. I will never break free and I will never heal. The lie and the reason I was so afraid to let go was because I believed he really did love me but he was just confused and lost. He didn't understand what he was doing or how much pain it was causing me. I I knew he would stop if only he saw and understood that. 
and I couldn't give up on him. And lastly, my sixth fear, that he becomes everything I have ever wanted and I end up alone. I was so afraid of this because that would mean I was not enough and I will never be good enough. It was my fault he couldn't love me. It was my fault he cheated and it was my fault I ended up alone. If I was different or better than I would have the life and marriage I've always wanted, he got better because I left. These fears exposed different parts of myself that I didn't want to see, that I didn't want to be true. The fears were there because I was afraid of what they meant about me. Therefore, I held, I was held hostage and bound by these fears because my thoughts were telling me that I was the problem, but my heart was in shambles. I couldn't make a move without it hurting some part of me. I was at war within myself, terrified to make any decisions because what if I was wrong? But this is the wisdom from the exercise of not only naming my fears, but finding solutions for them. It forced me to change my thoughts and look at it from a different way. There lies the silver lining. The most beautiful part about our thoughts is they can be changed. Once I could see the thoughts I was telling myself, I could change the narrative and expose the lie behind it. In order to do that, I had to start telling myself a different story until I could believe it and know it. But it wasn't natural, and it took practice to speak to myself differently. I went through each fear, admitted the thoughts behind them, found a solution, and then told myself a different story. It went something like this. For my first fear, how will I support myself? The solution, I have my cosmetologist license. I can work full-time from home. My new thought, I am smart. I am talented. I can do anything I want. I just have to try. I am capable of doing and learning anything. Yes, it might be difficult, but that doesn't mean I can't do it. I can do whatever I put my mind to. My second fear, I will end up alone. The solution, I will love myself fully and find find joy in everything I can. Maybe I will be with someone and maybe I won't and it's all okay. My new thought, I am more beautiful because of this. I am in the refiner's fire, breaking down the imperfections and leaving a stronger, more radiant woman behind. I am a phoenix rising from the ashes, and there's nothing more beautiful than that. I am better and more beautiful because of the hardships I have faced. My third fear, I will fall in love with another liar. The solution, I will continue with my recovery work to help and strengthen me, but I will also be kind and give myself grace. I cannot control the choices of someone else. New thought. I love and trust with all my heart and soul. I am fiercely loyal and I am willing to fight for things I believe in. I can't see and know everything, but I can learn and grow and become a better version of myself. I can learn how to better protect myself and set the appropriate boundaries. I am incredibly strong. Are you starting to kind of get it? Okay, let me continue. My fourth fear, that my kids will hate me. 
the solution. I cannot take the blame or responsibility for how my kids feel. They are allowed to feel whatever they need to. And if I need to be the bad guy, I can do that. My new thought, I am a great mom who is doing the very best I can. I am trying to teach my kids through my example to love myself completely and stand up against abuse. I am brave enough to do the right thing, even if it hurts in the process. I'm willing to let them hate me instead of hating themselves. The truth is, I have to do it because I would want them to do it if they were in my situation. Fifth fear, I won't end up getting divorced. I'll be stuck forever. Solution, I will continue to work on my recovery, and if I don't leave, then that wasn't the right thing to do. There are no mistakes, only lessons to be learned. My new thought, people don't hurt people they love. People hurt people they are using. I heard that once and it was something I will never forget. If he actually loved me the way I needed and wanted, then he would not continuously hurt me. I cannot save him. I can only work on myself. He is responsible for saving himself and I need to let him do it. And my sixth and final fear that he would become everything I ever wanted and I'm left with nothing. The solution, I learn and choose forgiveness so that I can be happy and proud if, when he works recovery. I will continue my own recovery to strengthen and love myself as best I can. My new thought, the pain I feel is real and valid. I am hurt and angry and I am allowed to work through whatever emotions I have in order to get through this. I cannot get better if I keep sacrificing myself hoping to save him. No matter what anyone thinks or says, my pain matters and I matter. I am good enough. Fear is simply nothing more than the product of our thoughts. Fear is an illusion created from the belief and acceptance of the thoughts behind them. Fears are like dragons. They seem really big and scary. We believe they will blow fire and are capable of killing us. However, if you stop, turn, and look at that fear right in the eyes, you will realize that dragons are not real. They only have power over us because we believe they do. Change the thoughts behind the fear and your fear loses its power. The scary part about fear is the what if. What if it all goes wrong? What if I can't do it? The answers to those questions are not usually what we fear, but the not knowing, the not having an answer. What if everything you're worried about happens? Then what? Well, what are you going to do? Realizing that is not the end, you still have all options. You can still change directions. Nothing is set. Also, what if everything goes better than you could have imagined? Or what if everything that happened puts you in the place to make everything great happen? We don't know the future, but having a plan and a direction helps you move. Finding solutions and changing your thoughts will help loosen the bands that fear has on you. Fear can't hold you hostage once you realize you are not actually tied to anything. What if he never gets better? What if he doesn't stop? 
Are you willing to stay and accept things the way they are? Or are you ready to change? You are not the product of anyone else's choices. You can choose whether you want to or not. And it is okay if you choose to stay. If you decide that you can work past it, all of that is acceptable and good. But what we cannot do is sit in our pain and blame someone else and refuse to move ourselves. I'm not trying to tell you that your fears are not real because they are, but the power and strength that they have over you, that is what's not real. Change the thoughts and gain back your power. You are not alone. You can do this. Take courage and remember who you are. Until next time, stay strong, my friend. Thank you for joining me here today. I just wanted to take a moment to ask if anything you heard or felt today resonated with you or helped you in any way, please take a moment to like, leave a review, or share this with a friend. That way, I can grow and reach more people and hopefully reach those that are needing it most. Thanks again. Have a wonderful day.